welcome to the First Baptist Church Fairview Podcast. Here's Pastor Duane. What a wonderful evening to gather together to reflect on our Savior's love for us. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Tonight's theme is, O the blood of Jesus. Would you take your Bible and turn with me to Matthew chapter 27? Let's read together as we think about the crucifixion of our Lord. Go down to verse 27 of Matthew 27. The Bible says, when the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the praetorium, he gathered the whole Roman cohort around him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. And after twisting together a crown of thorns, they put it on his head and a reed in his right hand. And they knelt down before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. They spat on him and took the reed and began to beat him on the head. After they had mocked him, they took the scarlet robe off him and put his own garments back on him and led him away to crucify him. And as they were coming out, they found a man of Cyrene named Simon, whom they pressed into service to bear his cross. When they came to a place called Golgotha, which means place of a skull. They gave him wine to drink mixed with gall, and after tasting it, he was unwilling to drink. And when they had crucified him, they divided up his garments among themselves by casting lots, and sitting down, they began to keep watch over him there and above his head. They put this charge against him, which read, This is Jesus. King of the Jews. And at that time, two robbers were crucified with him, one on the right and one on the left. And those passing by were hurling abuse at him, wagging their heads and saying, you who are going to destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself. If you are the son of God, come down from the cross In the same way, the chief priests also, along with the scribes and elders, were mocking him and saying, he saved others. He cannot save himself. He is the king of Israel. Let him now come down from the cross, and we will believe in him. He trusts in God. Let God rescue him now. If he delights in him, for he said, I am the son of God. And the robbers who were being crucified with him were also insulting him with the same words. Now from the sixth hour, darkness fell upon the land until the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with this loud voice saying, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? 
And some of those who were standing there, when they heard it, began saying, This man is calling for Elijah. And immediately one of them ran, taking a sponge, he filled it with sour wine, put it on a reed, and gave him a drink. But the rest of them said, Let us see whether Elijah will come save him. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. And behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, and the earth shook, and the rocks were split. The tombs were opened, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming out of the tombs after his resurrection, they entered the holy city and appeared to many. Now, the centurion. And those who were with him keeping guard over Jesus, when they saw the earthquake and the things that were happening, became very frightened and said, truly, this was the Son of God. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Pray with me. Father, I pray now that you would teach us from your word. God, I pray that you'd grip us over your pain and agony on Mount Calvary. I pray, Lord, we would never forget the price paid to redeem us. God, I pray for lost people to be saved tonight. Lord, I pray for the church to live differently because of your love and your grace shown to us. And Lord, I pray that as we reflect on your precious blood, that we would all realize the price that it cost you and the implications that you have now for us because of your death, burial, and resurrection from the grave. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. When Jesus died on the cross, he was paying a debt, church. He did not owe. For those who owed a debt, they could not pay. That is love and it's grace. Even before man sinned in Eden, God planned to provide for their salvation through the death of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It was the only way. I mean, we cannot save ourselves. Doesn't matter how good enough you are, how pretty you look. Doesn't matter how many mission trips you've gone on, how much you even read the Bible. It matters what you've done with the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Jesus Christ. There's only one plan. One way to save you from your sin, and it's Jesus. The Bible says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. So there's not like one plan for Baptists and another for Catholics. It's not like there's a plan for Methodists and one for Muslims. There's only one way to the Father, and it's through Jesus Christ. In our world of electronic banking and Credit cards and debit cards, I mean, you can get pretty much what you want pretty quickly. But it's sometimes easy to ignore what things really cost, isn't it? The same is true with our sin. Our culture enjoys temporary pleasures while discarding what God says is the price of transgression. Romans 6.23 is very clear. We've all sinned. The wages of sin... It's death. I mean, we're all sinners and we deserve hell. We deserve hell. But the Bible tells us all that God has done. And it's amazing. It's love. 
It tells us what our sin cost God. For our sake, Jesus suffered physical pain. He suffered many hours of torture. Jesus was mocked, and I just read it, beaten and humiliated. In his weakened state, he was forced to carry on his shoulders the instrument of his death, the cross. Then he was nailed to it, hoisted up into the air to die a very excruciating death, which took many hours. Why? I mean, this is an historical event. I mean, most people believe in Jesus of Nazareth who died on a cross beam. But what does that matter for us? I mean, what are the implications tonight? Think with me about all that the Lord has done. Jesus lived a perfect life on earth and never knew the disgrace of sin or the bitterness of regret. But at the cross, at the cross, God placed on Jesus all of mankind's sin. I mean, you name it, Jesus took it. He bore our sin, the Bible says. He became sin who knew no sin. That's love. It's the only way because we're sinful. And Jesus is fully God, fully man with no sin. Jesus went the distance because of man's sin, because of obedience to the Father, because of his great love. There was also abandonment. In the final hours, Jesus was separated from his father. Their fellowship broken at this time. Our sin became the barrier that kept them apart until Jesus Christ's work of atonement was finished. Also, think with me, divine judgment. God's wrath was poured out on Jesus because of man's sin, because of my sin. God poured my sin on Christ. Do you, does anybody get that tonight? You understand that the cross had to happen because we cannot save ourselves. Our Savior suffered greatly on our behalf, shedding his blood so we might become part of God's family, John 1, 12. He calls us to a life of sacrificial service, doing the work of God his way out of love and devotion to him. And it's made ready for all of us. If you repent of your sin and call on the Lord, he will save you and change your life. And then you live for him and you make him known. I want to talk about his blood, this ransom. There was a ransom payment on the cross made by the blood of Jesus. Christ was not just a man. He was the son of God. Amen. Fully God, fully man, 100% God without sin, born of a virgin. Because Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit, there was no sin transferred to him through an earthly father. He was the perfect lamb of God. When Jesus died on the cross, listen, church, his blood canceled your debt. You've got a debt, but the blood cancels it out. If you'll only believe in him, this is the great theme of the Bible, redemption. This is what the, the word of God teaches. Salvation does not come through worldly things. First Peter 3 tells us like silver and gold. It doesn't. Worthless religious activity doesn't come through that. It comes only through the shedding of perfect, precious blood. His name is called Jesus. Do you know him? He'll save you. He'll change your want-tos. Let me be clear. 
When you see the word ransom, many think about a money exchange, paying a debt off. But in no way did God pay Satan for your salvation. No way. Galatians 2.15, when Jesus died on the cross, he made a public spectacle of Satan, the Bible says. No way was there a payment to Satan or a negotiation with the devil. It was out of the grace of God you are saved by his blood. His blood redeems us. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in his blood. There was a price against us that we could not pay, but the blood of Jesus says paid in full. And that's good news. First Peter 1, for as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things, but with the precious blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, his blood is powerful. His blood is perfect. Oh, the blood. His blood brings us into fellowship with God, according to Ephesians 2.13. But now in Christ, you who have been far off have been brought close to, to God through the Lord. Without the blood of Christ, man is a long way from God. But because of his blood, we are brought near for all who believe. His blood makes peace with God. Man, by nature, is at war with God, and we only come to God on his peace terms, the blood atonement. So as you think about the crucifixion tonight and the agony that Jesus endured, and he endured an immense amount of agony, physical tor torture like we will never know. But think about the spiritual agony, the weight of the world he bore. His blood cleanses us from all sin in 1 John 1, 7. His blood gives us power over sin, hell, and the grave, the devil himself. It's the blood that Satan fears. There's power in the name of Jesus, church. There's power in the blood. Revelation 12, 11 says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. The devil doesn't want you to learn about the blood tonight. The devil doesn't want us to talk about the blood and preach about the blood and sing about the blood because there's power in it to save us, to set the sinner free. And there was a price. As you think about the method, the blood, let's think about the price. Jesus' life, if anything, the price of your salvation was paid by God. To God. Mark 10 45, for the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for the world. 1 Timothy 2 5, there is one God, one mediator, also between God and man, the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself. The wrath of God has been satisfied, church. It is God the Father who sends his son to remove this wrath because we're separated. If you don't get anything else out of tonight, we, we are sinners and we're separated from God and we deserve hell and we go to hell if we don't call on the name of Jesus and believe that he is the only way to set us free. And Jesus has bridged the gap. Freeing us from the wrath of God. In Romans 5, 9, since we have been justified by his blood. Again, oh, the blood. How much more shall we be saved by the wrath of God? 
By the shedding of blood, we escape the wrath of God. And then we're commanded to live it out. So the torture, the pain, the agony, those hours of horror for the Son of God, all out of obedience to his Father and love for us. We have been redeemed by the blood of Christ. We're to live then in light of this. There's implications now. Through him, we have come to believe in him. And the gospel message of John 3.16 has been fulfilled for so many people and can even tonight. God so loved you. Do you believe that? Live in light of that. Live for him. Reflect on his shed blood. Make him known. And as we gather around the Lord's Supper table now, let's thank God. Let's reflect on his agony on the cross to save us. And for all who believe, I have good news. One day, there'll be no more cancer, no more pain, no more aging, no more war, no more COVID sickness. You call it whatever you want, only eternity with God. For all who believe, oh, the blood of Jesus. We would like to help you take your next steps spiritually. Visit our website, fbcfairview.org, to learn more about First Baptist Church Fairview. Thank you for listening.